I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. Good morning, Chase. Good morning, Brando. How are we doing? Doing fine. We're re-recording in the intro right now. We'll just be transparent because we messed up the first one pretty bad. Just started off dirty. <laughs> we just talked about dirty control. food and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. we can't do that for this guest no. because we have a really great guest on today. Yeah, and he's very sweet and he's so and, nice and friendly and inviting and warm. Yeah. So we have to do an intro that. Yeah, we can't talk about fast food in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's get right into it. This is a big time musician, Trevor Hall. Yep. This was a very fun conversation because we, like, you can, you'll be able to hear it in the conversation. Like, I chit chat with him all the time in the Mm -hmm, store when mm -hmm. we talk about clothes and usually just back from tour or whatever. So we kind of chit chat about that. And then, you know, in the amount of time you can do that and shopping in, we just don't get into other stuff as often. So it was fun to just be able to, like, take the time and, like, talk and learn more about him and, What's funny is, like, transparently, like, I didn't know him as a musician when he first Mm -hmm, started coming mm -hmm. in. We just thought he was a really nice guy. Yeah. And, like, so he'd come in and he liked clothes and he liked talking clothes and we thought he was cool. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, like, another customer was like, oh, wow, Trevor, nice to meet you, man. And we're like... I was like a guy he knows, you know. I didn't think anything of it. And then somebody had said like, "Oh, it's cool, you guys know Trevor Hall." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah." See, what do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you guys know him too. Yeah. yeah. And then we looked him up. We're like, "Oh my God, he's like this great musician. Uh uh He's uh huge. He's awesome." And it was just, it was, it was fun that it was like this really organic, fun, friendly relationship. Long before we, we just liked him. Yeah, we just liked the guy. That was great. Did you hear what Coop said the other day when he was in? Uh uh. He said, "Oh yeah, when I first met Trevor, uh, him and Emery came in and they were." They were like, hey, you know, we need an outfit. He's playing a concert here soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Coop's like, oh, cool. Where, where are you playing? He goes, uh, Red Rocks. And Coop goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tight. You don't usually <laughs> casually do that unless yeah. you're in like Fred Zeppelin or whatever on a Tuesday. Yeah. 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 So that's sick. Yeah. No, he's he's awesome. He's obviously a huge musician. Like we, we hear from people all yeah. the time that absolutely adore him. His, you know, his, the fans of his seem to be very dedicated. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and his music is great. And he's, I mean, just, he's just it. a really yeah. solid guy. Uh, you, you'll hear it in here. And it was really fun to like not only talk about his process and all the, you know, stuff that goes along with that, but also talk about like, you know, where he's from and how he grew up and, you know, all these things, but then also get into kind of like fatherhood, playing video games, playing video games, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, stuff like that. So it it was, it's a really fun conversation. Um, let's, let's, let's get right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so what, so you're, you're back home then? Back home. Um, we had a long, a kind of a bigger summer tour. Uh, we were out for a little over a month um june in july yeah and then um we got back and then it was actually emory and i's uh our 10-year our anniversary oh wow that's, that's awesome man so yeah so we we flew uh to the east coast um and uh went to maine with both our families went to this really cool spot that we've been to that's that's off the grid like no electricity no wi-fi oh. And uh, we took both our families, and it was just uh, so fun. It was it was just such a blast. That's cool. But, so man. we just got back from that. Yeah. Wow. So we just got back from that, and um, yeah, just man, slipping back into home life. It's just it feels yeah. so good to be home. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like? Are you gonna? Do you have to go back out soon? Or are you like gonna work on like recording and stuff? <laughs> No, I'm done. I'm done uh, as far as the touring goes. Where our our new album drops next month um, yeah. on September 15th. So like right now, it's kind of a lot of just like you know computer work and like mm. 
you know, making, doing what you can, you know, to get the word out there and to, you know, spread the message, uh, spread the news. So yeah, that's kind of what we're focused on now. Yeah. Cool. What do you like that? Do you like doing that? Or is it? I hate that. It's a push and pull. Cause like even this morning, like I was like, I have this like uh list of things I need to get done, you know, for, for, for the new record. And, I like walked into the studio to like, you know, check my email and get going. But then like I opened up a session, a project and I started jamming on it and recording. And I was like, Oh, stop. You got to focus. You got to like, (laughs) I just want to keep, you know, keep creating. And, but you know, it's, it's part of the service to the songs, I guess, you know, you want to make sure you do everything you can to, you know, get them, um, get them out to as many people as you can. Um, so you gotta just, I look at it like that. It's Try so, and look at it like that. It's so tough. And it's funny, uh, because for some reason, and I, and I actually saw like a meme about this recently where it's like a picture of a dude with a bunch of guitar pedals and all the shit and he's got all the computer, computer monitors and everything recording. And, yeah. like, and he's like, and he's like, you know, I don't want to put that out there because I don't know if people like it. And then we do the podcast, which we do like an hour before we release it and then just put it out there and it's like, it's nothing and it's fine. I mean, you're still creating something and obviously more goes into music than a podcast, quite frankly, For but it sure. is like, this doesn't bother me, but it got, if, if it was, I have, I've written full albums that I don't do anything with. I just sit on them. It's just cause I like doing it. And it, I'm not, I'm not a professional musician by any means, but like it, that part of it is like the, I think that's the hardest part of music is like promoting your Putting own stuff yeah. because it's really personal. Yeah. So promoting it feels difficult. <laughs> It feels so difficult, and I've been doing this for so long, and it's still just it it's still unco- it's still yeah. uncomfortable. But you just try to, I guess, make it as comfortable as you can. Yeah. Um, but I I wish that like I I could uh, you know be have a little bit more of a faster I guess like streamline from when the song was made to like putting it out. You know, I wish that I could just like, oh, I made this last week. I'm gonna put it out. You know, oh, and that's where I, that's where I'd, I'd kind of like to get to in some way, um, you know, just because the way like technology and, and our culture now with social media and all this stuff, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, people have quick attention spans and, yeah. um, I think people like to have like little bits of stuff like every once in a while, you know, so, um, uh, you know, hopefully we can, I can move towards like that space, but yeah, you want to like promote it. You want to have a, you know, a good timeline. You want to have build something around it, you know, and all that stuff's just like, uh, let's just put it out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, you know the thing, yeah. the one I wanted to ask you though, like about that, cause I think that's a really unique thing that's happening right now where like most mm. younger, like musicians that I follow and I, and I'm, pr- I feel like I'm, I do my best as I'm getting older because it gets stay harder engaged, to staying it? like yeah. to staying pretty keyed in. But I've got like I've got younger dudes that work for us or do things and they put me onto things and that helps. And Spotify actually makes it really easy to discover new stuff. But you see yeah. these kids and it's literally like that's more how they're putting music out now. And I don't know if it's yeah. I think that might just be the way it goes. I mean, I don't see these kids that are dropping singles that get that, you know, blow up and get millions of listens and shit. But they don't like they don't put out an album how important do you feel like i mean is 
I could go, I could see it either way, honestly. Like, and I can see mm-hmm. different music works. I mean, you're doing singer songwriter stuff. I think there is still worth doing an album because it's like a complete thought or a complete like piece Project. of your yeah. life. Yeah. But like, Definitely. you know, these guys that are doing like cool little like, I mean, I'm really into like shoegaze and all this like glitchy like shoegaze. And these these guys put out records and it's like, it's not records. They, at best, it's an EP that's sort of a conglomerate of the of the singles they put out. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. I don't know what's better at this point. I know I don't I don't I don't I think it's just just like whatever i like to think of like whatever the art form is you know telling you you know like if it's you know if for example like if i make a song and like a song it's just like you know this is just me like i'm just i'm not a part of anything else this is just like you know you can kind of tell like oh i'm just gonna put this out as like a single but then if you know you start working on there's a season for different things you know and if you start working on a few songs that are kind of like coming up together, you know, maybe it's best that, you know, they are put out together to like give the complete picture, like you said. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's like important to try to listen to, listen to the song, listen to what it's telling you or listen to, you know, for me, it's music. So listen to the song, you know, so, um, but it's tough, you know, it's just like, I think like a lot, a part of me like really likes how we can, consume music so quickly now you know i i like the how there's just access to to everything you know um and it's easy to share music it's easy to you know just get your hands on stuff um you know that that part i really love about it the other part is sometimes like wow it's just like everything it's there's so much like it's like overcrowded and i can't focus on like you know what i i don't know i can't focus on one thing because it's just so much coming out yeah um so it's kind of like a you know a, a give and take thing i don't know but um you know you, we just have to adjust as artists and creative people you know we have to adjust like in the time and this is this is like the time like the internet yeah. and, and this can you know kind of quick the speed of doing things like this is this is the time we have to adjust i'm sure you guys feel it too you know like in your store and and you know promoting what comes through and you know different brands and just like really staying on top of the game you know it's just like Mm -hmm. um you have to keep it fresh you know yeah it's tough because it's like i grew up you know, I, I feel I actually feel kind of lucky that like I grew up on the tail end of like no internet, so I, I've, I've experienced like, yeah. the, the full yeah. evolution. And it's like you yeah. know we, we talk about we had like car CDs where it was like mm-hmm. there was a CD oh, in your car, yeah, and whether you liked it or not, because you went you went and you bought the new albums that came out, and you were like, I don't know if they're good or not. And half the time, like I didn't even because there wasn't a way to like it couldn't sit there in the record shop and like look up the band, so you would just. Yeah you would just be like, all right, well, this album cover looks cool. It's next or, or it's on a label I know yeah, or it's yeah. next to a record I like. And maybe right. that I am assuming they put it together yeah. on purpose. And then you get it to the car and you're like, well, I don't know if I fuck with this. But you're like, well, I'm stuck with yeah. it for the next like <laughs> couple exactly, months at bare minimum. Man, exactly, so I know it. Exactly. So there's all these records that I wouldn't tell you that I liked, but I know front to back. And I, uh-huh. and I do like – yeah. You get your mind changed that way. And the only thing that I think sucks about the short attention span is there's not enough room for like – changing your mind now you know what i mean or like right, or like getting right, stuck right. with something enough that you're like you know i didn't fuck with it at first but at some point it I just started it. hitting for me yeah. you know what i mean and that happens yeah. a lot 
I, I, I still look for that now, but I don't know if kids are going to know to look for that because now it's just a single comes out and you're like, oh man, it's been like a, a month and they haven't released another song. And that, that honestly feels like the timeline, which feels like creatively like a nightmare. I mean, bands I liked used to go like fucking two to four years without oh, yeah. putting out a record. No problem. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. It's, I remember those times, man. I remember like, man, the, the CD store was like Mecca. Like it was just like walking in there. I was like, oh my God, you know, what am I going to to discover yeah you know, and then you, you bring it back but it's like you had to live with it you know i think that's that was important like you know you have to sit with something to like understand it you know yeah. and like you have to give it time and give it patience to like really feel into it and i think that's what's like unfortunately uh, missing a little bit today with how fast things are coming out you know, we don't, I, we don't really do that. Like, it's hard for me to do that. You know, it's like, because it's just, there's just so much and it's, um, yeah, there's, God, I'm just getting like nostalgic thinking about yeah. all the CD days with my big, like, you know, like CD binder that, yeah, yeah. Trapper like keeper, of book, course. you know, oh my yeah. God. Man. And it was just like, your it was like gold. It was like my, like, don't fuck with this. This is yeah, like, yeah you know so funny mixes from but, your friends and yeah. CDs that maybe yeah. your buddy brought with you on a car ride and then left in there exactly, and you're like I hope, I hope he doesn't remember I got we used this. to like steal my Ex friend's brother's like binder now and then <laughs> yes. and he would lose it if he found out so we'd try to like put enough CDs in his trunk because he had the he had like the mix it could fit like six CDs oh, so we'd yeah, stick yeah. new yeah. ones in there like we, we probably have a week with this before he notices uh -huh. yeah <laughs> exactly man and like burning CDs for people like yep getting the sharpie and writing you know like designing like the cds for people of course so funny. yeah those we days. were just but talking yeah, to a guy know, about like, like we would go down to a basement with like the with like the yeah. it was the CD part of the computer that like it, you just buy that separate you know what I mean like it, yeah. it wasn't even the in burner. a console and it would be like three guys that you'd go to like a show and you'd be like all right each of us are gonna buy two CDs we all have to buy different stuff and then we're gonna go back to the house yeah. and we'd bring our CD things stack them up yeah. and just start burning so we all have the same exactly stuff. oh yeah. my god it's like how fast can you burn a CD yeah you know? <laughs> yeah. But all that waiting made things you 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 didn't only like want it to be good you need it you needed it to be yeah, good like yeah. it couldn't let yeah. you down because you'd built it up and waited and like had to burn all it just took forever so it just it was like there was a lot there was almost like a lot less pressure but more pressure at the same time yeah. if that makes sense I have I have a yeah, question for, for both sure. you guys and Trevor I would I would assume that you definitely do but do you guys have hard drives of all the music you downloaded from back in like the yeah. media fire days yeah, and i won't stuff. get rid like, of them and i don't listen to it or go back to it because yeah. it's all on spotify but i have them just in case yeah man you're better than me i did it like i just have oh man there's it, it kind of makes me sad like is the, I, there is definite you know it's like before the mac days you know i had like my pc computer and i had <laughs> yeah. like with the tower you know, yeah it's something on there to like collect music but you know and then i moved to an apple and i didn't really in in those days like i didn't really know how to like back things up yet you know i was sure, just sure. kind of like going with it but i have like a few old ipods that i saved you oh, know that's, that yeah. has the music yeah. on there same thing that and works. i and i yeah you know but like there is a lot of music that i wish i was better at um kind of keeping yeah um be because there still is believe it or not there still is stuff 
that is not up on Spotify. 100%. You know, that's oh, like yeah. like old rare CDs that you know I can't find. You know, so yeah. um yeah, I wish I did better with that. But now, like now that I'm into recording more and like have my own thing, like yes, I have lots of hard drives. You know, backing things up on a backup drive. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's it's like important for sure. I think about like that stuff a lot. I'm sure you do too. Of like being in the music scene as long as you have, like there's bands that I would see at shows and like buy their CD or like they had a MySpace that I used to, I'd visit a lot Uh or uh try to like rip the the songs from there or download them from there. And this was like, like there's a band like from Anderson, Indiana. It's the smallest dinkiest weirdest town you've ever been to it's like it never it's like it's still 1960 there nothing changed nobody evolved and um there was like this band that like it was these guys that were in like this really crazy like thrash metal band that like had an acoustic project that was like a it's like an acoustic and a xylophone and these two guys that looked like they should be in a thrash metal band and they had these like beautiful there's four songs and they were just they were so good. Yeah. They were so good. And I think all the time, like, <laughs> and I think about the songs. I don't remember what they were called. I've tried to look it up. I can't find it. And they were, they're on a hard drive somewhere out there mm-hmm. that I, I, cause I've never, I don't think I've ever thrown one away, but I can't find yeah. it. And I get these songs stuck in my head once a month and it drives That's me crazy. crazy. And I feel like there's That's so crazy. much out there from that period that just, it wasn't as easy to like, when when Garage Band came out when I was in college, when that came loaded on on the Mac for yeah. the first time, that yeah. like literally ex- my mind exploded. I think yeah. everyone's did at the time that was oh, into music 100%. because there was no chance we were going to save up three hundred bucks or whatever it was going to cost us to be in a studio for X amount of time. Yeah. Certainly not have oh, enough yeah. time to actually create something good. Because like I remember yeah. when I was a kid, we went to a studio, had like an hour or two, and we just fucked up every song you could imagine like yeah, just couldn't get it together because we never yeah. even thought about recording the songs we just played them live yeah and it just right. we wasted the 300 dollars. i remember we went to a denny's afterwards and we were <laughs> so that group of men was so depressed because of how poorly <laughs> we did and how much money we wasted in our heads and it's like i think like when that happened like that was such a big deal like when did was that a big deal for you or you were like a garage band kid hundred percent hundred percent i was actually like before garage band uh the the way i like started recording was like my best friend in boarding school uh sam marcus he had he was like a rapper and he had um like it was called a hip-hop ej and oh yeah this, oh my god it I've was just about this that program that yeah and it was just this program that you know you could put on your pc and we had he had like a, a you know one little mic that plugged into like the eighth inch like yeah, yeah you yeah. know the headphone jack and um but man that shit is fire when i listen to it you know even now i'm like <laughs> yeah. oh my god because it was so raw you know it was just yeah. so um so in the moment and so young and like yeah yeah uh it just it, it you know it was it was really really special but then yeah then like when garage band came along um that's when i started to like try to get a little more serious about recording you know um and i always yeah i always gravitated towards towards recording stuff it's it's funny because like i have friends that are musicians that have been doing it like just as long as me or or, or longer you know 
and they don't they still don't like use a program or anything they just like always go to a studio or work with mm, a producer yeah. you know and they or they just like record like voice memos on their phone but it's it's become such an important part of my process to be able to navigate a, the recording program and you know work with different tools and different effects to like try to find new ways of doing things so um so yeah, you demo it's, everything it's, in your studio and then you take it to a, a big studio then uh i i've done that for the last like three or four records but this record that's coming out next month is completely done um in my barn in my studio oh fuck yeah, um, dude. with myself so it's like my first kind of big like self-produced uh thing so is that um, better for you? Like, do you like that better, or like, what, 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 what's the, what's different to you about that? I don't know if it's like a better thing or like a worse thing. It for me, it was just like in my journey as a creative, like person, like in this moment, it was very important for me mm-hmm. to do it on my own to like gain my own confidence and perhaps. Um, just really be in my own energy you know because like working with producers is is when you're working with somebody that you love it's it's amazing like you know it just it brings stuff out of you that is so that you would have never found on your own but um sometimes it can for me it was getting to a place like oh is this cool like i need like a producer's kind of like word, you know, to like say like, is this dope or not, you know? Um, And it was turning into this thing of like seeking approval rather than like collaboration. Mm -hmm. So I, so I knew that this, um, I knew it was, that was like, well, I need to feel my own energy and just gain my own confidence and just kind of see where I'm at you know, as an artist or something. Um, Do you think, did the sound come out any different? Like, like, I don't mean, just mean like, I don't mean like quality. Yeah. Or anything. I mean like, did, did, I guess I, I've, I've only done like studio stuff with people a few different times. Like you go to like a professional studio, like work with a producer in right. some way. And you know, like you're saying like in one big positive, like a lot of times you'll be like, I kind of wanted it to do like a thing. And you're just like making, you're just kind of, we, we always call it talking dumb around here. Like you're just sort of like trying right. to like verbalize what you, because you don't mm-hmm. know how to like, you don't know what it is. You just know what you want it like this. Yeah. And I've seen, the producer be like i know exactly what you want you know click 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 boom now you've got it and you're like damn i wouldn't i would it would have taken me eons to like reverse engineer what i was thinking in my head which is killer but i think also sometimes that influences the sound also so like when it comes 100 percent from you did like do you feel like the end product sounds different i feel like definitely it does i feel i feel like though those things that you're talking about where the producers would you know go click through and do it you know fast or whatever yeah um it was like i needed to learn how to do that i yeah. wanted yeah, to yeah, learn yeah. how to do that and yeah it took longer and yeah it was like so aggravating at times but <laughs> luckily i have you know some very good friends and musicians that i've been able to call and help you know help me out and learn and i just felt like it was important for me to like feel or see my own growth you know yeah but you know, if you ask like, oh, would you, are you going to do the next record with the, I would, I would probably want to work with the producer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of work, you know, and it was yeah, amazing, but, it makes you but 
it, exactly yeah but there's so many other producers that i want to work with and and keep working with um but just yeah just for this one i knew that it was important for me to do it on my own did and it turn I'm you into like a gear guy a gear guy did it turn you into one like having to like solve the problems on your oh, own a gear guy. um <laughs> you know it's it's hard because like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a gear guy. No, I, I it, that stuff gets a little too heady for me. I like to keep things like as simple as yeah. I can. And um, I was able to do that, you know, just with everything I've learned over the years and working with other people and picking up tips and stuff. You know, I just kind of found like what the sound I liked and what I wanted to work with the main components that I work with, like just, kind of keeping it to that and um not getting too out there but there's guys that like my drummer you know jeff who's helped me so much on this album um and is and has you know contributed drums and production and and stuff um he's just like he knows all about that stuff and it's just a world that like i think kind of overwhelms me so i just kind of take what i can you know take what's comfortable for me and then try to do my best but yeah i wouldn't say i'm a gearhead i don't think i know anybody who is like a good this might be too broad but i'll say it anyway anyone that's like a good singer songwriter that's also a gear guy i don't think those two things go together you know what i mean like because i I like gear and shit but i was never the guy i could write songs if i needed to or i could like kind of i was more like i I like the production side of things i can kind of play any instrument i i Mm. liked recording i liked kind of like going i want it to sound like this and then trying to get the person to Mm -hmm. like help them there i was better at that stuff than i was like the writing part I don't think I'm that good, strong of a writer, but I think that it's because as soon as I start to try to like write something or record something, I overcomplicate it trying to like Fussing with the get gear. it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just, yeah. I, those two, it's yeah. like the two different parts of your brain that have to work. I don't think they go together. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to like, I guess, yeah, now that you've said that, I'm like trying to think of people that I know that are like that. And it, it's hard. It's rare to find somebody that can can do both like so so well. Yeah, um, I'm sure they're out there, but it's it's few and far between. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's a few that I'm thinking of that I know can do it, but it's it's not a lot, you know. Um, but you know, it's interesting because like a lot of people that I've admired, you know, that and I that I admire that I've been fortunate enough to like work with and stuff. They're not really working with like a great amount of stuff like they too have like their kind of go-tos that they you know basically work off of to get yeah. the sound that they want and that kind of taught me a lot you know um and taught me like i don't need to have like seven billion things and a huge rack and mm-hmm. uh, all these different compressor plus you know it's just like find like one that you just like really love you know um and then and then maybe as time goes on yeah maybe you pick up something else and this and that but like a lot of those guys that i've had the pleasure of working with like yeah they they kept it simple too um and that yeah that was always inspiring to me yeah i think the less you can kind of alt even as a guy who probably is leaning gear guy like the less you have in the way 
to just get going, it really yeah. helps. It's like that's, it, see, that's that's what's important to me because that drives me crazy. If you're just like, hey, I'm ready to go. I got the energy is like flowing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I got to set up this session. I got to turn this plug in on. I got to be <laughs> like, no, my God, you know, it's like so annoying. Oh, yeah. And then um, one so, crashes the system and you don't know why. Yeah. Or like, oh, I don't have the plug <laughs> yeah. I need to use the thing that I thought. Like, I, it's it's endless. And then you're like, well, I'm it's completely endless, out of the headspace. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. how often do you think that you go into, like, let's just say your studio to try, or just like you're trying to yeah. work on something. How often do yeah. you go in and it's productive? Because I can tell you right now, for me, it's like, and I'm just playing around. I don't, this isn't my job. Like, and it's, and it's yeah. like, and it's, I, eight percent of the time maybe that i get something (laughs) going like it's hard yeah i i mean i i uh, i go in every day definitely you know um even just for a little bit you know to turn some on play Mm -hmm. something play an idea you know even if that's it for the day i mean i think it's always productive like I think like productive to me doesn't mean like I, I come out with like a solid idea. Like even yeah. if I go in there and I, and nothing happens for like the whole time and I just was just like exploring whatever sound or something, I always think it's productive. I always, because that um, you're still invoking like a creative energy Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's kind of like, you know, the more you do it, the more you put yourself in that headspace in that world, I think that's productive, you know, because we're, we're so bogged down with, you know, details and our everyday lives. And, you know, and if we have a family and children, you know, you realize how valuable time is. So even if I get to go in there for 20 minutes and, fuck around on a keyboard yeah. for you know t- that's productive to me because I, yeah. I, I had i had the time to do it and um i was still kind of opening myself up to that space i guess so um yeah but you know it's it's like i have so many ideas it's on there you know it's hard to say what you know sometimes you record an idea is like oh nothing's gonna come of this and then like two years later you yeah. somehow open it up and it's you know you make it into a banger so it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know you're just you're just kind of like i don't know if that was productive or not you know in that sense but then it turns out to be so you never know you really like Fair never enough. know do you feel like you write more like because i guess I, I you know i've i've done little tours and stuff but nothing serious like you do mm. like what's that look like like do you write on tour when you're like sound checking? Yeah, do you have like, like a mobile you, what, Yeah, what, what do you what do you do to get uh, ideas out when you're like at your most like you're playing the most? Yeah, I mean sometimes like most of the time I have to say like I'm not really writing too much on tour, mm. just because you know touring is is um it's very like demanding you know so like um you're you know playing every night you know the rest of the time you kind of want to just like chill or, you know, move your body or find some good food. You know, you don't have a lot of, of time yeah, in the yeah. day, you know? Um, but what happens I find is um, because you're playing every single night as time goes on, you know, at sound check, you start noodling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or you know you're on the bus waiting for you know and and it's more it it just like again opens you up to that space every day and and when you're in that like just routine of every day you're playing music every day at the same time you're it it, it i find that when i get back from tour like right when i get back from tour i am like in super creative like yeah. just like real because it's it's like i'm still open to that space you know yeah. i'm exhausted from getting home but like and because i've been playing the same stuff like usually like every night that i'm hungry for something fresh i'm hungry for yeah, something yeah. Uh, new and it and i find that like in those like couple weeks usually after the tour it's when like a lot of stuff comes out and then i usually like crash you know but um yeah that's kind of how it works for me at least you know most of the time most yeah. of the time well, let me, let me yeah. reverse things here because we got right into this. But like, yeah. Trevor, where, where, yeah. are you, where are you from originally? I'm from South Carolina, um, okay. really small town. It's, uh, it's an island uh, right at the bottom of South Carolina called Hilton Head. It's oh yeah, it's oh, really brother, we know like, Hilton Head. We know Hilton. Oh, you do you? Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot, have you when been I, there? Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, we used to go. I used to go with my friends aunt like she had a place there and she knew yeah. like a guy who ran this boat tour thing so we would go there and like kind of vacation but like in the mornings like help him clean his like boat and shit so like we were no yeah, so i went there i've been there like a lot oh my god that's hilarious yeah and then how from, have we not talked i don't know it just never that. came up i guess <laughs> Because I feel like we know each other, but we always just talk about like clothes and tour and, you know, yeah, like yeah, that. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's where I grew up. My parents still live there. Um, there can't be and, that many born and raised people there, huh? Because I feel like it's kind of no, a vacation town, right? It It is, but, the, you know, it does have like a, a good local community. Like I, I grew up with a lot of, you know, like, you know, a lot of different kids and families, you oh, know. Cool. Um, you know, we'd have lots of like, you know, like every Sunday night we'd have like, you know, five or six families, you know, that all had kids oh, and everything. Wow. You know, we'd do like a, a beach picnic, you know, you know. Oh, sick. Yeah. It was a lot of, it, it was a lot, it was a good community for sure. I think I learned a lot about like community when I was living there. And then, you know, I kind of got older and realized that, you know, the flavors of that community weren't really like, my flavors you know yeah. um i learned i learned about community but i think i was like seeking a different type of community sure um and i left i i went to a boarding school um an art school in in uh california like outside of la called idle wild arts and that's when um yeah my world kind of like really started to open up creatively and and had that, you been playing and, music and, before that or did you just go there yeah to... i was playing i was mm -hmm. playing music before that but not in any like professional capacity i was yeah i was you know just learn you know learning and was was starting to write songs you know i was like really into like punk rock at that time so i was i was doing the whole punk rock thing and um was kind of writing songs in that style and then it and then it kind of took on this like acoustic uh, i was really into like ben harper um mm -hmm. and was a surfer and so in that surf culture like jack johnson was just starting to come out and like 
you know, get really huge. And, and that kind of like changed my path into more of like an acoustic, um, like acoustic direction, I guess, from like the punk rock style. So what kind of, what kind um, of punk rock are we talking about? Cause that's where, that's where Chase and I are from. Oh, you know really? I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was really into like, it, it was kind of all over the board. I mean, it started with more of like a, the poppy punk, to be honest, like yeah. a Blink-182, like oh, yeah, the early, the early Blink stuff. And um, well, that early pop-punk pop stuff was from like, you know, that kind of like, I mean, that's like a lot of that shit is ends up being from like Florida and like South, you know what I mean? Like kind of yeah, like South, the East yeah. Coast, South, yeah, South, Southern East Coast. It's, yeah. it's like, a, yeah, it's interesting how much comes from there. It, yeah, I was really into like all that stuff. I was yeah. into like less than Jake and yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Was into was got really into Rancid. Were you, and... were you a big skanker? Were you skanking at shows? <laughs> right, that's what it was no, called. No, the ska no, no. <laughs> I, I, I had like a quick like thing with the ska thing, but I, I got more into <laughs> punk rock and then yeah. like no effects and yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know that type of stuff and um and then and then i got into like a refused um okay cool and that kind of type of stuff like a little harder i would yeah, say i yeah, don't know yeah. um and that, yeah so i kind of that was kind of like my punk rock era man it's so funny just because just this last tour you know you're on the bus with the guys and whoever has the aux cord like you know we just start like passing around the phone yeah. You know, and somehow we got into like the punk rock like era, and mm-hmm. we all started playing all these these punk rock songs that we, you know, mm-hmm. like grew up on, and and um, it was it was just like God, oh, this stuff is still so good. It is yeah. just so good. It had such a distinct sound and just um, energy to it that yeah. you, you don't really find that 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 much these days i feel like no we talk about it a lot i mean like it's so much like the the records and we were really into like hardcore and like the like the straight edge mm. scene and all that and like that stuff like yeah there were recordings and there's some like iconic ones and stuff mm-hmm, but for mm-hmm. the most part like it was really only about the scene and the energy and like what like what was going on there very of that yeah. the exact moment yeah it was like you, yeah, you kind of had to yeah. be there to totally get it like because yeah, i know sure. like you can't oh, just yeah. listen to those it records was an and... energy exactly yeah, yeah it wasn't just the music it was like it was a community like yeah, you know 100%. it was a, it was a family like it it i felt like a part of something you know yeah um yeah. and when i met you know another kid or somebody that was like into the same you know sound that i was like you got it was like you guys were like kindred spirits you know yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, just yeah. hit it off so yeah um yeah, it was like you said. Yeah, it was definitely more than the music. It was a. It you had to feel it, um, and yeah, it was. I'm, I'm just glad that I. I'm glad that I like. Yeah, felt those things and heard those records because they provided so much for me at that age. So how did it start to like? Okay, so you're in you're in college. You're going to for music. I'm assuming. Or no, like, it was high school. It's high school. I didn't oh, high school. Oh, high school. Oh, sorry. Okay, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. It was a boarding arts school. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. that's right. You said boarding school. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So I mean, and while, getting to... while, yeah. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, getting to, like you said, an island as far east as you can go in the United States to then being, I would assume, like 14 and then having your whole world shift and now you're going to boarding school, you're in California, you're outside of L.A. Like, I'm sure that that opens your mind. At an art school, too, which would have been huge. You probably, it probably shifted your whole world in ways you couldn't imagine. Because, I mean, I moved to Colorado at like 23 and that changed my whole world. So I couldn't imagine doing the same thing at fucking 14. Yeah, I was I was like 16, I think, um, and um, you know, on on Hilton Head, like I was at a prep school, man. I was at yeah, like yeah. khakis and collared shirts and just just hate, like you know, not knowing it at the time, but like severely depressed, you know, just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. and yeah. not understanding this energy within me, like being more of a creative kid, you know, it was just like you felt out of place you felt you know lonely and isolated because you know it was more of that culture of like you know sports culture and you know academics and you know just the the look you know type of thing um and i and i just wasn't my way obviously um and then i went and then you know i literally go to the other side of the country to an mm-hmm. international boarding school. So you had kids from oh. all over the world yeah. and kids are, you know, kids are going to class in their pajamas and purple hair and, you know, <laughs> you know, just like art is just everywhere. That's like uh-huh. the focus. The focus yeah. is, was exactly opposite of what I came from. It was like, express yourself as much as you possibly can, yeah. you know? And um, yeah, those three years, like I went my 10th, 11th, 12th grade, of high school those three years just were like some of the best years of my life and they just like totally ripped me open and ex- you know exposed me to so many new ways of thinking about things and doing things um and yeah and then like right out of high school is when i signed a record deal and you know kind of started my journey you know I How did you a, get to that like point? Professional like, like from from I high was school, like, like what I was playing a lot. So I was playing a lot. Like when I when I when I came out to that school, I was I was um, my dad had like a had a friend that lived in L.A. who had a friend that was in the music business, like that type of story, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's so, and it was like he called him, and he called her, and her, she called him, and. Um, I recorded the CD, so I had to back up a little bit. So from a, I recorded a, like a CD in South Carolina in Hilton Head mm-hmm. for my 16th birthday. My dad surprised me and took me to like his friend's studio. Yeah. And I just recorded a few songs, um, an album, and like we literally burned copies of it. And it was just the thing to like pass out to friends and family. It wasn't really like a thing of like, I made this to get a record deal type mm-hmm. thing, you know? Um, but that was given to my dad's friend's friend, you know, and he was like, Oh, like this, uh, this is like really good. Like we should like set something up for this kid, you know? And, um, they set up like a little show, like at this Chinese restaurant in Hollywood, um, (laughs) It was like, you know, it could only see like maybe like, I don't know, 30 people or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I played this gig like, you know, just. First um, time playing live or you'd been playing? 
I played maybe one other time. Oh my god! You know, oh, like wow. in, yeah. in, 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 at home in Hilton Head for like friends, you know. Well, I gotta and, be honest uh, with you. Forty people at a Chinese restaurant is not bad, considering <laughs> second gig. I played well, much worse. Yeah, well, they were all like, they're you know my my yeah. my dad's friends, friend you know type of thing. Yeah. Um, but the guy, that guy, like, was like, you know, I, you know, I'd be interested in like managing you. So it was like from there, it was like I was up at the school in in Idlewild, which is like two hours from LA. And usually on the weekends, I'd be down in LA, like working with um, like songwriters that like they set up, you know, or like take having meetings or just or just getting my foot in the door. Like just they started like kind of trying to set things up for me, and or just starting to play shows. Even like you said, those solo those, those mm-hmm. were the shows where it was like you know you're playing to like nobody. You know, but just to start getting comfortable playing live and like, and as time went on, man, I don't know. It was just like word kind of like spread and this person knew that person. And before I knew it, I was having, you know, interest, I guess, and, and, um, people wanting to sign me and it was just literally just word of mouth and just playing out in LA, like. At all the time, God, and like every different scenario, dude. Like July Fourth parties to like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, like college, like talent show, like anything. Like it was just like you did anything and everything just to kind of like get out there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's how it kind of started to take off. Trevor, real fast, you know. how, how old were you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm trying to place like a like a time here and relate it to where I was. I was at. like 18. I was 18. So but how I old just are you now? Signed, I'm 36 now. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I it it was 20 years ago. I okay, was right on, 18. Yeah. yeah. I had signed like signed the deal, graduated high school, and. And that's when, yeah, that's when things like started, but it, it was, it wasn't very, uh, it didn't go well, you know, yeah. with, a major la- with a major label, like it was definitely like, um, that world that you kind of hear about, you know, like the, the major label world, it was, it was just like, it was just like la la land, man. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, and I, I ended up recording like long story short, I ended up recording like a couple records. Both of them got shelved. I ended up getting like dropped from the label. Um, God, that's a lot to deal was, with at 18 too. It was hard, man. It was def- it was hard. Especially when I look back on it now, like I'm like, and you know, you have a child of your own now, you know, you just think about things differently. Yeah. And when I look back on my younger self, I was like, man, that was a tough time. I was I was yeah. pretty depressed at that time because yeah. I I I didn't have any friends, you know, really in LA because I was I was 18 and I went to a boarding school, so it's not like you know you graduate yeah. and all your friends, you know. Oh yeah. And 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 just like yeah, that was a long period of of having like somebody else control your art, which was very agonizing. 
Um, well, it's got to be changing so much at that age too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I can't, I can barely keep focus on a single genre I want to work on it. My age, like let alone eighteen, yeah. like it, it would, it could, it, it, the inspirations and stuff flip a lot, and like you, if you're boxed in, that's tough. Yeah, it's just you're still trying to like learn who you are exactly. at that age, you know, and you, and at that time, you know, you have a lot of people telling you how you should do things, you know, how you should sound or what you should look like and what you should wear, and. It was just this like really confusing time, you know, and trying to, I found myself like trying to like please, you know, trying to please others that were like twice your age, you know, that were grown ups, but also feeling in yourself, well, that doesn't really feel that good to me and my body, but they must know better because they're like a grown up or something, you know. Uh, Yeah. It was just really tough, you know, and, um, man it's so weird i just kind of thought about like canoe club now you know not to get like sentimental or anything but it was like you know it's like thinking about that time where everybody was trying to like control your style yeah there was like a long period even after that of really just like trying to like figure out what my style was you know and i know that style is always like evolving and changing and and it'll always, you know, be different and take new shapes and forms. But, um, I felt like it wasn't, you know, like that, that part was so damaging to me. It was a long time for me to try to like learn what I'm comfortable in, you know, and what my style is and, and how I feel most expressive. And, um, it was like, you know, moving here and like, um, just like learning about the store and coming into the store a lot was really when I started to feel like I started to kind of like find myself and find my style, which has been really fun and like exciting. And, um, you know, Trevor, it makes but, me think, yeah, like... I don't know how I got, I don't know how I got there, but it just, I just had to kind of run with what I was feeling, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just interesting how it kind of, how it kind of worked out that way. Well, it makes me think that, like, you kind of forget that even just 18 years ago, which isn't that long ago, right. you didn't, there was no emphasis on, well, there was no social media, really, and certainly, like, the, the ones that out, were out there weren't as sophisticated as they are now. There wasn't right. an emphasis on authenticity or you promoting yourself. It was like, it's done, like, a, a record company really did, for the most part, control the overall look and image and like how the perception of any given artist because mm-hmm. the, like and now I, it's it, it really feels like it's it's starting to like I'm sure that at, the, at that top level that's not the case but in a lot of the cases now the the artists control their own image and their own style and their uh, mm-hmm. their own voice and everything and that just wasn't the way it was then and it and it in that way I think you know you get nostalgic for like the way things were but at the same time it's like yeah. that's that's better that I I, I mean I know that's that part's tough definitely too, but better yeah that's better yeah for sure that that part's definitely better um I feel like uh there's way more acceptance around that, you know, um, it's almost like, you know, now it's almost like the, the, the weirder you are, the, the more, the more, the the people that are most in their power is the thing that's most, um, attractive, you know, to people, you know, you can kind of tell when somebody's not being themselves or, 
you know absolutely yeah not like in their zone you know it's kind of like you know oh well that just that doesn't feel right to me now you know it's like you can tell when somebody's owning it so um yeah you know it's 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 really nice to feel those things. Sorry, I'm moving to another room because my oh, son's scream, screaming in the other room. Oh, do your oh, thing. Good. I, we understand. Oh, good. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like what, so. You said moving here was a was a big deal, like for for that change yeah. for you. Like when when did you move here and and why? We moved here. Um, we moved here. God, when did we move here? Jeez, we moved here in like 2016, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, um yeah i think it was 2016 because we were yeah 2016 to 2017 but but you know we moved here like we and my wife emery you know we mm-hmm. are both like pretty big travelers and we travel because of our jobs and travel because of interest and love and um you know, we, when we got married, it was really hard for us to like figure out where to live because, Mm -hmm. um, we were always moving and, um, it was, it was just tough. So we kind of spent, you know, a lot of the, 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 the beginning years of our marriage, just kind of moving around and not really having like a set home. And we would like stay with our parents and, um, stay with family or, you know, go on a trip and, you know, it's just like very kind of, uh, in the air, up in the air. Um, and, but we really were craving like a place to like set down roots, even though we love to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, we tried a few different places and we ended up moving back to LA through all these different circumstances it wasn't like uh we just thought that it was our best option given our line of work and um being that like i had like a lot of ex- like ex- years in la so it kind of, i was familiar with it it was a place i was familiar with and and we thought that it would just we knew some people there like it would just be like a good base or whatever um but we kind of rushed into it, you know, um, and we spent a couple years there and it was important cause we learned like really what we like, didn't like, you know, yeah, sure. and we both wanted to like move to a town, you know, both of us grew up in a small town and I, we kind of learned about ourselves. Like, I don't think like we're city folk and, um, we wanted like access to the outdoors, like easy access to the outdoors, um, it needed to be like near a major city so we could like fly out easily, course, you know, mm-hmm. all these things kind of come into play. Um, but, but being in Colorado, like Colorado is always kind of like the state that showed me the most, most love, like musically, like hmm. Colorado is just a great place to see music. And a lot of music comes through here and, um, just visiting it so much it was just always a place i looked forward to coming to to coming to and uh um, my aunt has my aunt and uncle have been here for like 40 years and we would always stay with them and um it just became like a very familiar place and we started to like know more and more people um and 
Emery actually went to school here for a year. Um, so she was familiar with it. So it just kind of checked all of those boxes and, and we made the move and it just, it was just the best decision. It just, yeah. it truly feels like home. Um, you know, even though, you know, all of our families are on the East coast, which makes it tough. You know, we wish that we could, you know, be closer to them, but, sure. um, but also we just, you know, the environment is too good here for us. <laughs> um, so we, we travel back as much as we can, as much as we can. You're probably doing all right considering the touring, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah, that way. Is it yeah. been, so I know that like I know we've connected on this before that you have a um you have a a kid like I do and kind of the, mm-hmm. around the same age right close uh, he's like two and a half I think yours two, is older four. right yeah so a little bit yeah, yeah little four bit. Yeah, yeah 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 how is that because I know you've I know you've taken him touring before how is that how is that yeah. that seems <laughs> wild but at the same time like it's already chaotic anyway I don't mm. know it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? um yeah it's definitely like. We took him, um, God, we took him the first time. The first time was like, we, we tried it out where he came for like the last like four shows, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because we thought it'd be good to like do it at the end because, you know, if it's not working, then, um, you know, we'll be home in a yeah. couple of days anyway, type of thing, you know? Um, and it turned out to be like an amazing experience. You know, it was definitely like more, more to think about and more to sure. juggle, you know, but creating experiences together and like, um, and he seemed, he was like, seemed fine with it. You know, it was, um, it was just a great experience. Um, and so the next time that we went out, we did like a two week tour um where he was on the whole thing with us and it was just amazing it was just it was just lovely um but then he you know he got older obviously and it started to become like you know listening to him obviously and like trying to like listen to his energy and realizing like this is not at this stage right now this is i don't think this is like the most like conducive thing for him um or the thing where he can like get the most benefit you know we are just trying our best to like you know spend time together you know and and i didn't want to miss out on any any you know type of growth you know highlights you know uh being gone but so this last one we did um we tried to you know make it not you know it was like a month long tour a month and a a little over a month it was like we we didn't go longer than about about 10 days without seeing each other we worked it out where oh i flew home or you know type of thing And, and that worked well but you know it definitely it definitely makes you think about travel more and um how much you want to be away from home and 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 those things and and um it's been beautiful to like adjust to that energy you know we're still learning it and i think like you can probably attest to the fact that like as soon as you kind of think you have one stage figured out <laughs> you're you're not in that stage anymore you're on to another stage i don't think to, like, i don't about. for four years now i think <laughs> only maybe at like 
every once in a while you get these like magic weeks where it's like everything's sort of normal and then as yeah. soon as you think that something changes some something schedule changes. will change exactly, something changes with dude. her somebody exactly. gets fucking sick god forbid yeah. and it's like well that's exactly. two weeks of my time now where the yeah. sickness will flow through all of us it'll be and it's like exactly. it just it really like changes like everything is like the stakes are higher in the they're not high but they're like higher to you your family personally like all the yeah. time and it's like one little like and somebody's like oh we're gonna have somebody come stay with us tonight i'm like that's gonna screw up the schedule we can't do this you know what i mean like we can't afford this yeah. and it's, it's like it's, it's crazy just, i mean it's just time is is takes on a whole new type of uh relationship you know it's like it's just so so interesting i think constantly my wife and I like laugh about it because she's like, "What were the, we doing with our time before a kid?" Because we thought we were busy, and I don't Dude, know we what literally we literally say the same thing. We <laughs> I don't know what we thought we were doing. Thing. Oh my god! I I just like, what was I doing? I was just like dicking around. <laughs> yeah, and that, I've tried to mentally do the gymnastics in my head of like, no, really play out a day. What were you oh. doing? And I think that like there were just hours in a day where I wasn't doing shit. Just oh that's the only God. thing I can figure out. So I'm like, what was I <laughs> yeah. stressed about? Like there could have been, I, I had endless opportunity to do things and I, I did know, nothing man. with it, but you don't know. I mean, I truly, no one could have told me that prior. And I, I yeah. know that I can't tell, like Chase doesn't have a kid. I can't yeah, tell yeah. you now, you think that you are busy in any way. You're a liar. Like you have <laughs> so much more time than you think that you do. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah, if I get like a two wild. hour stretch after bedtime, I'm like, oh, I could get anything done. I mean, I could watch oh, yeah. a full movie. I could <laughs> like it just like you the way you prioritize time is so different after after a kid. I know. It's so it's so true. It's so true. Uh, but I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's it's just an incre incredible yeah, experience. Well, it's, yeah. that, it's that thing. I mean, everyone that's had a kid goes through it, but you're like, you know, there, there's times where it's like, God, I cannot wait till she goes to bed tonight. She needs it. We've, yes. we've hit, we've hit a limit. Yes. We're all going to kill each other. She needs to go to bed. Yes. And, then, and then literally it'll be like 20 minutes after she goes to bed, you clean up the house. I'll walk into the other room and go, God, I wish you would, I, I wish you would get up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I want her to wake up. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, oh my God, I understand what Stockholm syndrome is suddenly. I know exactly yes. how, what happens. I, I, I could never not be sympathetic to a person who went through that because at some point you're like i feel crazy that what i i, I understand and in, in in two in a two hour span i wanted i wanted to be a hundred miles away and now i already she's downstairs and I miss her. Up. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy it's crazy how that works yeah. it's just crazy yeah crazy how that works so Tar, I don't want to monopolize any more of your time because I know you got things to do and you're home for the first time in a while. So we'll, we <laughs> no, always do like kind of oh, <laughs> we uh, way we uh, wrap things up is to try to ask a question that's like just more off topic. Um, yes. And this one's still a little on topic, but I was interested and we kind of touched on it. But do you have any like like what's a thing that you're into that people that know your music kind of know who you are, which there's a lot of people who know these things about you. Like what's something that you're into or do that maybe they wouldn't expect from you? Like, are you like super into like horror movies or anything that feels yeah, like yeah. opposite from your normal personality? Like I really like watching the Kardashians. I know it's not good, but I care about it and I'm invested after 13 <laughs> years or whatever. And it's oh, like, yeah. I know it's not maybe on brand for me to a certain degree. I've now made it through the podcast. I've made it part of that yeah, brand, yeah. but, but it's like, uh, do you have anything like that where it's like, maybe this doesn't make sense, but I've been into this forever. A hundred. Yeah, I mean, hundred um, percent. I I mean, I do love like 
like murder mystery, you know, type of things. But that, I don't feel go. like that's so, yes, off, so off brand, but like, I, I love the game. I'm a gamer. Oh, what are you playing, brother? I, I, I mean, I'm not ashamed to like. I love a little Call of Duty. Yeah. I love. This is uh, perfect. FIFA. Yes, I love. Sir. You know. Um, uh, I love like playing the P- PGA golf. Like. Yeah, fuck I love yeah, dude. Games. I love yeah. games. You are you know? a console so, guy then? Um, I have a. I'm a PS4. I have a PS4. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um. And it kind of, I've always just been into games. Like even as a kid, like yeah. N64, like, you know, th- those, were, those were the days, you know? So yeah, like usually like my thing at night, like once, you know, you talk about where, you know, everybody goes to bed, you know, I yeah, do like to thing. have like, a, I like to have a little me time before I go to bed. And I usually just, yeah, I usually let's play games. That's yeah, it. Um, I, and this is the perfect relax. answer because I would not have expected it from you <laughs> if I'm being honest. What, what's oh, a game yeah, when you were yeah. younger that really like mine, the, the game that really like changed, like really got me into games deeper was there was one of two. It's either uh, mm, I was really into Unreal Tournament, Counter-Strike and Metal Gear Solid. Like those three games. I'm still, if one uh, came out that I didn't know about that, that like is new, I would buy a thing to play just to that, game, just to yeah, play that yeah. thing. Do you have one that like yeah. really like that, that feels that way to you? I, I, I think I got into games like probably a little later than that. So like for me, I think the game was like James Bond on M um, N64, like yeah, the of 007. Yeah. You know, the because, gold gun. cause like I didn't really have like, you know i have like a nintendo before and it was like super mario brothers i mean but that's like everybody yeah. that's like one yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. the the og ogs so um but it it was like i do specifically remember like then 64 007 it was just like whoa this is like a journey like yeah. i'm like i'm a character like on this yeah, yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> journey or whatever so yeah that was probably the game but it stopped for like a, a while because I don't know. I just, I, I, I was, you know, touring and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then like where I was living, like it, you know, I just didn't have a, anything. Um, and then it was, it all kind of started back when we had, we went out on this one tour a few years ago before, you know, COVID and all this stuff. And, uh, our, we had a merch kid that brought his he he flew in his backpack with his ps4 yeah. and he plugged it into the the bus like tv and so after the show you know you're you got all this adrenaline you know still that you're trying to come down from mm-hmm. you know a bunch of guys start picking up you know the ps4 and playing fifa and then we started yeah. playing the show like the mlb the show yeah, and no, then yeah, that's yeah. what I, that's when I was like, oh man, this is, I'm back. I forgot like, <laughs> my love for this. You know? yeah. so. it, it, it runs so, deep, dude. I, yeah. I still play a lot of games. Tim- Timothy hasn't, with G, 
No, but, I, uh, yeah, I went. I, I would still do it off and on. I'd get into certain games, and then then ever since we had a kid, it just yeah. doesn't. I, I don't. I haven't gone back to it, and yeah. mostly just because I don't have a thing. To, yeah. Well, I guess I, I take that back though because I went through a phase when she was sleeping weird where I bought a uh, what's the Nintendo the Switch hand, the Switch and I played like Zelda and and oh Doom. Zelda yeah my yeah, friend yeah, my yeah. friend was like so into Zelda so I did that because so I could Zelda. I could lay next to the crib and play that without yeah, yeah. interrupting anything yeah. and do something with my time yeah. so like that was that was I did go through that phase but I, I haven't gone back but I will at some point this always happens like yeah. I go through a few years like you just said yeah, and then yeah. so, something will happen where I need to buy like a game will come out that I need to yeah, have yeah. played and then i'll be then i'll be back in for a handful of times yeah Turn. or you're like at somebody's house and like exactly you play for like a few minutes and then yeah. you're like oh god i need this i mean it was only <laughs> actually speaking of gold night it was only like a few months ago i went through a little phase where i was like falling asleep to watching uh uh golden eye levels like someone just doing regular playthrough yeah. of golden eye levels and i was like yeah just it feels good watching them because yeah. it's like nostalgic yeah. and i would just it would kind of lull me to sleep yeah so it wasn't i it's still there even if i'm not actively doing anything yeah no it's an important it's important it's important period <laughs> yeah okay. yeah, uh, yeah yeah trevor have you ever you've mentioned a lot of sports games have you ever played any of the nhl games bro are you are you kidding me right now <laughs> you big chell guy I, dude the nhl was like my game yeah. my game the the um i don't know why that was like my game for so long yeah uh, but what was the the form the money puck the format where you could play like three on three? Um, oh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're talking about. Too. Uh, it had a name. You're God, right. We used to play. We used to play online like all all the time. My friend, my wife's best friend, um, her husband happens to be like my best friend, and oh, so it 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 works out great. So like he's the only guy though that I play with online. <laughs> So yeah. like at night we'll text each other and he, he just had a you know a baby and I'm like text him like hey baby down like game time and we'll you know play NH we used to play NHL like yeah. crazy and then we went then we played a show but now we've been on a Call of Duty kick but um, the NHL game was is like one of my faves, yeah, for yeah. of all time for the sure. Reason, the reason I ask is because out of all sports games, I Timothy and I both grew up playing soccer, so I grew up playing FIFA. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. In the last ten years, out here, my buddies, I, I was never exposed to hockey, but my buddies out here all played NHL, and so I brought yeah. it home to Ohio and we and through college. And in my opinion. NHL mechanically is the most competitive sports game you can play. Like it's really tough. It's it's it's, tough. it's, it's, it's as you know, like I think I think like basketball games. There's a lot left to chance, but for some reason the hockey games get really competitive. Like the mechanics yes. they built in are really like so. Anyway, glad glad to know you are. Uh, if you're guy. playing no, online, so, anyone ever uh, recognize you in the lobby? Do they ever hear the voice and they're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, man, I listen to your shit." Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't have any. I don't have any like headgear, like anything like oh, that. You're not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not chirping anyone in the lobby. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. But I like to like. It's funny because I like to turn on like the lobby and the Call of Duty matches and hear these like kids talking to you that. You know, they're just talking so much smack. They're know? saying the worst things that <laughs> you've they, ever heard. Oh the worst God, string of like, sentences that you can imagine these kids yeah, are putting as together. I'm playing this, yeah, as I'm playing it, I'm like, I'm never going to let my son play this ever again. <laughs> yeah. you know? but like, yeah, yeah. Here, here I am, like, just like pillaging and, you know, shooting. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, it's so funny. 
Yeah, well, also, the the people in those are funnier than most comedians I've ever heard. Like, I think it's like some of the funniest people are just like regular kids at home on like a Saturday night. They're they're funnier than most people work in stages. Oh, yeah. You get it's pretty crazy. You get, you know, you, you get people speaking in foreign languages and. You know, you just wonder like who's on the other end of this conflict <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like kind of interesting and scary at the same time. Yeah. Uh, love it. That perfect answer. Uh yeah. where what's the album's out? You said September fifteenth? Oh yeah, the album is out September fifteenth. Uh we have a new song coming out this Friday. So we're Hell starting yeah. to we've teased, I think, like maybe we've put out maybe four singles now. Okay. Um, so we're, yeah, we're releasing more songs going up to the record. Um, but yeah, it comes out on September 15th and, um, yeah, I'm super proud of it and I'm so ready, so ready for it to come out. So it's like, you're at that stage now where it's like, everything is together. Like, I just want to, you know, but you gotta, gotta do it right. You gotta play the game, man. Play the game, man. Well, everyone should check it out. He's great. It, obviously, cool, you're an incredibly cool guy. Yeah. And so is it, it? You know, like if if you if you haven't heard it, check it out. If you, if you are looking forward to it, now you got the date. Um, Trevor, it, pleasure, man. Obviously, every time we talk, it's a pleasure. But it's is oh, really, really appreciate so you coming on. Fun. I was like so happy that you guys reached out. Hell yeah. And uh, now that I'm home, yeah, I got to get into the store. But we'll see you in soon. Um, yeah, come thank on you, by. Thank you so much for having me. It's so oh, fun. of course, man. Of course, anytime. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you in person soon then. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, bro. You take it easy. Take care.